It is unmistakable what God wanted the fathers to teach their children. God wants his words in our hearts, on our lips, in our conversations. When it comes to teaching the Word of God, that is my responsibility. And Dad, no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, if you are born again, if you are saved, it is your responsibility to teach your children the Word of God. Through wisdom is in house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hi friends, welcome to the Treasure Box Books Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ching, a redeemed child of God, happy husband and homeschooling dad, and lifelong lover of good books. Fellow dad, are you eager to fill your children's hearts with truth and faith and wisdom and courage? Do you long to build growing, lasting, God-centered relationships with your family? If you're ready to inspire and equip your children to walk with God by learning and living together, then come join us on our journey, and let's go find the treasures in books. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. In this podcast, I'm constantly encouraging you, my fellow dads, to read with your children, to read all sorts of things, Bible stories, adventure stories, biographies, and even fun things like Go Dog Go. I even recorded an episode showing that the Bible itself indicates that we can and should read other books other than the Bible. But all this does not mean that I want to encourage you to diminish your view or your time spent reading the Bible. The old adage is true. If it keeps me from my Bible, it's not good for me. While it's true that the Bible seems to clearly imply that we can and should read other books, God did not command us to read any other book, nor did he promise to bless us for reading any other book. He did not promise to bless us for obeying any other book. And God did not command the fathers of his chosen people to diligently teach their children any other book. In Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 through 9, we read, And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. It is unmistakable what God wanted his people, Israel, specifically the fathers, to teach their children, to talk about with their children, to place on their own hands and foreheads, to write even on the doorposts and gates of their homes. God wants his words in our hearts, on our lips, in our conversations. He wanted the fathers of the nation he redeemed from Egypt through the blood of the Passover lamb to teach their children his words. And I believe he instructs us, whom he has redeemed from sin through the blood of Christ, to do likewise, to teach our children God's word. Ephesians 6.4 gives a seemingly simple but profound instruction to Christian fathers And, ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, 
but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Where is the nurture and admonition of the Lord found? What is its source? No doubt about it. It's in the Word of God, in the Bible. Are there any tools that you and I can use to help our children uh, trust the Bible, uh, love the Bible, think about the Bible? Any tools that we can use as conversation starters to discuss the Bible with our children? There are volumes and volumes of resources, but in this episode, let me give you a top five list, some of the tools that I have found helpful in my family, and I hope they can be helpful to you. I'm going to go backwards, beginning with number five and working up to number one. Uh, Number five, apologetics resources. I understand that's not a particular book that is a genre of book, but apologetics resources, books that help you to see why the Bible is trustworthy. And for apologetics resources, I have found for my family uh, just about anything from Answers in Genesis, led by Ken Ham. My children have very much enjoyed when I read, Did Adam Have a Belly Button? to them. And then uh, recently we have discovered the materials of J. Warner Wallace. He has produced the Cold Case Christianity series, and he has an entire training course for kids. And so that's something certainly worth looking into. Number four, Christian biographies. Now here we could go on and on, but let me just list a few examples. Excellent biography that we listened to together. William Tyndall, The Man Who Gave God an English Voice. Uh, That's an excellent book. Books about Hudson Taylor, for example, Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret by his son and daughter-in-law. My son and I recently read a book by Stephen Mansfield about Booker T. Washington, Then Darkness Fled. I recently finished reading Pastor Xi, one of China's Christians, to my family, and they all very much appreciated that. And these books provided great opportunities to talk with my kids about how God can work in people's lives. Number three, books of sermons. I have mentioned these before. I try to read a little bit of a sermon book to my family once a week. I have read from A.W. Tozer, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. So these are some sources to help you. Number two, Bible story books. Now, these are not intended to replace the Bible. These should not be shown to your children as the Bible, but they can certainly help you to give them an understanding of the Bible on their level, and then from there, go into the scripture itself. One of our favorite books is 101 Favorite Stories from the Bible by Eura Miller, and that's published by TGIS International, 101 Favorite Stories from the Bible. When I was a child, my father read to me the Bible in pictures for little eyes, and what the author in that book does is he takes the Bible stories and breaks them way down into one paragraph. Or he takes one part of the story and puts it into one paragraph, and then he has a few questions at the end. And that was very helpful to me. Some of the pictures are a little bit bit hokey, (laughs) but that was a good, helpful tool to me as a child uh, when I was growing up. And then finally, number one, the most important tool you need, of course, is a copy of the Word of God itself, the Bible. Now, for that, we have used basically a plain text KJV Bible. That is the version that I think for various reasons God has led my family to use, to read, to believe, to study. People say children can't understand King James English. If you start children reading anything while they're young, they will be able to understand it. And that's true with the Bible. 
which Bible can be used? Well, there are a plethora of wonderful study Bibles out there. If you want to have a study Bible and not just a plain text Bible, I have here on my shelf a copy of the Rock of Ages Study Bible, the KJV Study Edition. It's published by Rock of Ages Ministries in Cleveland, Tennessee. And uh, their website will be on the show notes, Rock of Ages Study Bible. Um, When I was a teenager, I read the Ryrie Study Bible. In fact, the very first time that I completed my trip through the Bible was reading the Ryrie Study Bible, which was also the first, probably the first large investment I ever made with my own money, my own hard-earned money. I used to do a paper route back then, way back in the day (laughs) when I was a teenager. I walked the paper route, I lost weight, I got off my childish chub and earned some money, and I bought myself a real leather Bible. Back then, it was a little more affordable than it is today. I have also used the Reese Chronological Study Bible. That is helpful if you really want to dig into the time sequence of how the Bible is laid out. Another good Bible that my family has used is called the Defined King James Bible. It has uncommon words, defined. One of my older sons has a copy of this, and whenever we came to an archaic word, or we came to a word that some of us know because we've read it many times, we've looked it up, but some don't. I would look at him and say, son, what does that word mean? And in most cases, he'd be able to look it up there in the footnotes and tell us. So that's a good tool. But for my family, generally, we just use a plain text Bible. And as their dad, I see it as my responsibility to be their primary teacher. My wife does read the Bible to our younger children, have a Bible study with them on weekday mornings when we're doing homeschool. But when it comes to teaching the Word of God, I understand that is my responsibility. And Dad, no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, if you are born again, if you are saved, it is your responsibility to teach your children the Word of God. And that's very plain from the passages that we saw earlier in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and Ephesians chapter 6. Old Testament, New Testament, we have the balance there. God expects fathers. He expected the fathers of the Old Testament under the Old Covenant who were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb in Egypt to teach their children. He expects us who are saved by the blood of Christ to teach our children. And so dads, Take your copy of the Bible and take these tools and teach your children. So yes, continue to look for the treasures in other books, but be sure to center everything around the book. Discuss the book. Teach your children the book. If you heard something helpful today or feel better equipped to lead your family, maybe you have a friend who could benefit from this episode too. Don't keep it to yourself. Hit share in your podcast app or take a screenshot of this episode and share it with a friend. Or just post a link on Facebook to treasureboxbooks.com and let your friends know that this episode might encourage them. You can find any links and resources mentioned today on the episode page linked below or just head over to treasureboxbooks.com and sign up to get our newsletter to keep you informed about future episodes and product releases. And if you've got a book recommendation or experience or idea you'd like to share with other dads, send me an email. My address is nathan at treasureboxbooks.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until we meet again, keep leading your family to find the treasures in books. <laughs>